Good morning again. It's now the 10th of November 1981 and I am on my way to work once again about 6.30. <coughs> nice clear day. No snow on the ground as yet. Probably get up to about 60-65 degrees. <coughs> Maybe not quite that warm. <coughs> as I was mentioning <coughs> last night, talking a little bit about the mission field and my experiences as a missionary. I'd like to continue with that train of thought for a little while. I talked a little bit about Ciudad Monte and about being transferred over to Tampico and I'll mention again the importance of being transferred to a city where <coughs> there were some niceties available like a Dairy Queen and it seems like every evening after we were finished with our tracting and so forth on our way home we'd stop by the Dairy Queen and have a malt and uh, it was very enjoyable seems like the missionaries always congregated there there were about six to eight missionaries in Ciudad Monte excuse me in Tampico over in Monte there were only two that particular part of the country uh, is very pretty very humid and hot as I mentioned in the summertime but uh, very enjoyable Tampico was close to the beach and on Saturdays which was our diversion day we frequently would take the trombilla all the way down to the beach and uh, with a football and a big number of elders would have a super diversion uh, playing football uh, in the sand. It was a lot of fun. The work was a little more plentiful uh, in Tampico than it was in Ciudad Monte. Tampico being a very large city and at the time that I first got there a new branch meeting house was being constructed and that kind of made things uh, nice too in that as you went out or as we went out and tracked it and talked with the people about the church the fact that yes we are building a chapel here and some progress is being made seemed to help a great deal. Tampico has a sister city called Ciudad Madero and the new chapel that was being built was right on the border of the two cities and there was a branch in each city. Tampico, of course, being the better of the two branches. There's a lot of petroleum and uh, refining activity in Ciudad Madero. And a lot of people worked for the Petroleum Company of Mexico. A lot of agricultural products produced in and around that area also. I worked with Elder Martinez for three or four months, I guess it was, in Tampico. And he eventually was transferred up to the northern part of the mission, and a new elder replaced him by the name of Elder Flake. Now, Elder Flake and I really hit it off well. He was one of my favorite companions all the time I was in the mission field. Elder Flake was from a small town in uh, Thatcher or someplace like that in Arizona. And uh, he was a hard worker, kind of a farm boy type, 
wasn't afraid to get out there and really hustle. And we worked real hard. And he taught me a great deal about missionary work, about self-discipline, and about just good hard work. We got along extremely well. He was a real refreshing change after having worked with Elder Martinez for a long, long time. The biggest problem, I suppose, that caused the drift between Martinez and myself was the fact that he had a girlfriend up in Ciudad Monte, and his attention was pretty well taken from the work and diverted in her direction. Unfortunately, it caused a very good missionary to to become a mediocre missionary and as his very junior companion my input was extremely minimal so elder flake as i mentioned kind of was like sunshine in the morning and we worked together for two or three months found lots of good people and taught many many lessons one particular family i remember teaching was called the Montezuma family uh, Brother Moctezuma worked down on the docks, loading and unloading uh, freighters as they came in from overseas. <clears throat> very masculine type guy, who at first was very reluctant to listen to us talk about the church, but his wife was very receptive. And after a week or two, he became interested, and we eventually taught them many lessons and spent a lot of time with the Moctezumas. Sister Moctezuma was a, a full-blooded Indian of some type or another. A little short, round gal. They had uh, a large family, and uh, we enjoyed very much working with them. Trying to remember whether or not they eventually joined the church. I believe they did uh, a few months after Elder Flake and I departed the scene, but there were other people that we taught at the same time, and uh, we did have uh, a few baptisms. A few months after working with Elder Flake, uh, I was made a senior companion. Actually, what had happened is uh, we had gone to the mission home for Christmas that particular year. I guess that was in 1967. No, 60 by the Christmas of 65, I guess it was. The whole mission congregated in Monterey, and we had a get-together there that was just outstanding. Elders from all over the mission traveled there, and we spent a couple of days in conference, enjoying one another's company, renewing acquaintances with uh, elders and sisters that we had met previously in the language training mission or wherever. But it was a truly an enjoyable Christmas. And I remember going on the bus up to Monterey and spending time again uh, after we arrived up there with Elder Red and with uh, other elders and mission and sisters, listening to President Green, who, as mission president, was really an outstanding man, and I had a great deal of respect for. But at the conference, many, many transfers and switches were announced, one of which was mine. I was being called to be a senior companion to return to Tampico and to take with me one elder Hoops, whom was kind of known throughout the mission to be a somewhat of a renegade, 
uh, kind of a big mouth, a guy that I had met at the language training mission and disliked very much. He was now being assigned as my companion, and we were to return together to Tampico and work there. Elder, Elder uh, Flake had a new missionary come in from the States, so he was returning to Tampico also, but with a new companion. I felt at the time uh, very, very humbled, surprised, thinking that, gee, I haven't been out long enough, I don't know the language well enough, I don't know what I'm doing, and yet you're calling me to be a senior companion. And then, on top of that, you're giving me an elder that has a reputation for being a rebelde. And man, I don't know if I can handle this. But I did, and I think I stood back and threw my shoulders back and swallowed and jumped in and worked as hard as I could. Elder Hoop and I returned to Tom Pico, saying very little to one another. We didn't talk a lot. Elder Hoop's main interest was on the guitar, learning how to play the guitar. And he did learn how to play it, and he learned how to play it extremely well. But his interests and the type of person that he was sort of motivated me to get in and I don't know whether it was out of despite or just what it was, but every morning, 6 o'clock, I was out of bed, showered, I got him up, and we moved, and we hustled, and we got out, and we had baptisms, and we worked hard, and uh, in fact, one month, I believe, we led the mission in baptisms. We had 14 or 15 baptisms on one particular month. The relationship that Hoops and I shared did not improve a great deal. Uh, I forced him, I pushed him, he hustled. And we worked together for two or three months. Then transfer time came again, and at this particular time, uh, both Elder Hoop and I were transferred to the northern part of the mission. I went to Gomez Palacio, Durango, and Elder Hoops across the river in Torreon, Coahuila, which was a nice area to be transferred to. At the time, Gomez Palacio was kind of a do-nothing area, and Torreon was on fire. And after our transfers, it kind of remained that way. I was given a, a new companion by the name of Elder Jarvis, who was a missionary from the colonies, spoke the language very well, uh, an extremely bright young man. He and I were companions in Gomez Palacio for a couple of months. Now here again, he was kind of a, a a person that needed to be pushed, that needed to be pulled out of bed and, and told to get moving. Once he did get out and, and get going, though, he was uh, very effective. It was in Gomez Palacio, while I was with Elder Jarvis, that I had an appendectomy attack and eventually was moved over to Torreon in an ambulance and my appendix were removed and that was an interesting experience. The hospital, however, in Torreon was uh, well-equipped and very good, and I suppose was uh, as adequate and as nice as almost any hospital that I'd ever been in here in the States as well as in Mexico. Shortly after my appendectomy had re happened, whatever, uh, 
I guess it was maybe a month or two, I was given another companion, a brand new missionary who came out of Salt Lake, fresh to the field, one elder, Rand Thurgood. Rand was a go-getter. He was uh, sent to the mission field to to do missionary work. He was converted, he was dedicated, he was enthusiastic, he was what I needed after being out in the field for about a year to pick me up and get me going and to re-motivate me after spending a few months in Gomez Palacio where it was extremely difficult and, and depressing to work. There was a, an advantage about being in Gomez Palacio, oh, that being the family that we lived with there, uh, prepared outstanding food, Sister Martinez, and she was a, a member of the church, very pleasant, uh, always smiling, terrific lady. However, uh, she did have a daughter that was attending high school in Idaho, and she was, I believe, a senior at the time. When she returned, uh, missionaries were, of course, not allowed to live there anymore, so off we went in search of a never, another uh, apartment where we could stay, and we found one. Uh, I don't remember, Arroyos, I believe, Arrojos was the name of the uh, family with whom we stayed, and come to find out, the one older daughter, who was, again, well, suppose 30, uh, who was kind of fat and, and not very attractive, and I didn't pay particular attention to the fact that, you know, some missionary sometime could get involved here, possibly. So anyway, we moved in with them. Come to find out, she had joined the church five or six years ago and had all kinds of pictures of old elders. Of course, was, she was in seventh heaven to have uh, missionaries come and live uh, in the house there with uh, herself and her mother and one other married daughter who uh, spent quite a bit of time there, it seemed. They had relatives in, in, in Los Angeles and uh, every once in a while would travel on up and spend some time in L.A. But they fed us and roomed and boarded us. We had a, a decent little room there. And we did quite well. Elder Thurgood and I, again, uh, worked diligently. And I'll always appreciate Rand Thurgood. Little skinny fellow that he was. Always organized and dedicated. Knew what he wanted to accomplish. Up in the morning on time, showered, studied, out the door, learned the language, always pressing, pushing ahead and uh, he did me a lot of good. He and I worked together for a few months there, and I guess it was while Thurgood and I were out tracking that we uh, ran into the uh, Gonzalez family. Hermana Gonzalez eventually joined the church. In fact, she and her family, <coughs> her family were uh, baptized. I baptized them just prior to, to coming home from the mission field uh, one time when I returned over to Gomez Palacio and, and dropped in to visit them, but I'll get to that later. <coughs> they were a lovely family, really. And uh, Hermana Gonzalez, her husband lived in Torreon and didn't spend much time with, with her. Kids, there were four or five of them, young men and young ladies. Uh, we had a, a good time with the Gonzalez family. We spent a lot of time there teaching them. We went and given them, given them, had given them all the lessons. They expressed interest in joining the church and in being baptized, but <coughs> the income came from the father, and he wanted absolutely nothing to do with the church. 
So it was a touchy situation, and for a long time there, uh, they refused to, to join the church for that reason. <coughs> Following uh, three or four months in Gomez Palacio, I was transferred uh, through Monterey to pick up a new companion and to go on up to Matamoros, a city right on the border across the river from Brownsville, Texas. And I was excited to leave Gomez. In Matamoros, uh, the work was said to be progressing quite well. And after being out a year, a year and a couple of months, it was nice to get back nearer uh, the good old US of A. And Matamoros was about as close as you could come without actually being there. Another thing too, uh, one missionary, uh, one Robert Getke, was up in that area. Robert I went to high school with, and I thought, well, it'll be fun to renew acquaintances and to be in an area where a missionary is that, that I know. Another thing that I was looking forward to in Matamoros, a cousin of Kathy's was uh, stationed there, working there, one Elder Lane, and I wanted to meet him and get to know him a little bit better, and that gave me an opportunity to, to do that also. Elder Robinson was another missionary whom was in the language training mission at the time that I was there, was also in Matamoros. So it was a, a great transfer as far as I was concerned, and I wanted very much to get on up there and, and uh, adjust to living in Matamoros. On the way through uh, Monterey, again, I stopped by and picked up my new companion, one Elder Hatch, who was from uh, Colorado, excuse me, he was from California, Long Beach area, I believe. And Elder Hatch and I hit it off very well. He, he was a great guy, and we had a lot of interests in common. Uh, he was a fun lover, uh, super kid, and uh, got to know him quite well, and we were uh, pretty good friends and good companions for, for quite a while. We were fairly successful in Matamoros, baptizing a number of people. One particular family, I recall trying to remember their names, uh, Paul Skinny, brother from Chihuahua, they eventually moved back to Chihuahua, and we baptized them just prior to them leaving. Great family. Baptized uh, the wife and husband. They had a couple of small children. And I'm sure they became very active and good members of the church. Anyway, my experience in Matamoros was a, was a good one, and I'm arriving at work right now, so I'll have to pick this up again either tonight or tomorrow and, and build a little more on Matamoros.